There has never been a better time than now to come join the Belicio Foods team. Belicio has a new contract in place with plenty of awesome perks for their employees. From increased wages, access to the free health clinic, vacation after six months, and much more, Belicio Foods is committed to putting their employees first. For more information or to apply, visit BelicioFoods.com careers. Take advantage of these great new employee benefits and join the Belicio team today. Visit BelicioFoods.com careers to learn more. everyone and welcome to another edition of the morning show right here on main street tv of course jennifer here to start off your morning with our good friend and well resident guy about town and knows everything about everything pete wilson okay i don't think i can live up to that now well, I, I, I count on people to tell me and then i'll tell everybody <laughs> is tell, that how it works you got you got to have your got to have your sources got to have good hearing it's teamwork that that sort of thing yes absolutely there you go well the morning news update is brought to you by nia henry agent for appalachia realty uh if you're looking to buy or sell uh please give her a call 740-418-4135 and she'll work hard for you okay all right yeah. well very good um, we have to start off. You're going to start with that, aren't you? I am going to. You're going to say it, aren't you? I, I'm going to say it, um, and uh, it's it's worse than ever. It's bad. It's isn't worse it, Pete? than ever. Jackson County Health Department, uh, in its latest uh, infographic, uh, they put them out every week or every two weeks uh, on a semi-regular basis. Uh, they reported 350, 350 new cases in one week. And that's the uh, period from January 3rd through January 9th, the report put out on January the 10th, 350 cases. This is a record for Jackson County in one week. We've had wasn't different it, surges. Wasn't it last week that we were reporting that was the two-week total and you, thought you, that was horrific? You, you've, got, you've got a good memory. I uh, thought Jennifer. so. Jennifer, the last report covered two weeks and... Uh, it was oh, 377 man. cases. Uh, so this is almost as many cases in one week as in two weeks. And, you know, you see the infographic up there now. Uh, the number of active cases actually below the number of new cases. That was a hard one to figure, but that's that's what's being reported. 5,948 now for a grand total on the cases. And, and frankly, this could be some folks have had it twice. So I, I would um, talked with someone the other day that had it three times. Right, they're on their third oh round of okay. it, and okay. I thought, there. Listen, there has got to be some kind of genetic something predisposition or something about that. Um, but Pete, this is not good. People are dropping like flies. Fully vaccinated and boosted people. I mean, it's just. This is getting ridiculous. It's been. Uh, it just. It is. It just keeps getting worse and. You know, we're uh, we're kind of like um, we're approaching it differently from a, a regulatory point of way, from a public health point of way. We are continuing to do the things that we mm -hmm. that we normally would do. Whereas in the first big round, you know, we had major shutdowns, which and, it and, wasn't and, nearly as bad as it is now. Right, right, and and you know, you still have masking. You still have social distancing, but it's it's like it's not it's not like you know it, that's in your in your main conscious right mm -hmm. now. And so um, 300, uh, I said that wrong. I want to repeat the number. The number for the last two weeks was 337. The number for the past week is 350. The 337 is a two-week period. Mm -hmm. That was the last week in December. Which we were shocked in, last in, week reporting the, that. Right, into the first several days of January, right. Um, now, the hospitalizations are also up, but not tremendously. 13 uh, hospitalizations were reported as of January 3rd, 18 as of January 10th. So they are up a little bit. The number of deaths, the same. Four deaths reported on January 3rd, four deaths reported on January uh, the 10th, COVID-related deaths. I get asked quite a, a bit what is a COVID-related death. And unfortunately, that interpretation can vary uh, by county. Mm -hmm. um, what I understand is the initial thing on a, on a death was here in Jackson County. And this is what I heard from, uh, from a good source at the health department. And I'm not sure whether it's carried out uniformly is initially, initially, if you passed away and you had COVID, even if that was not the main cause of death, 
it was considered a COVID-related death. Mm-hmm. That supposedly changed midway into this reporting uh, into in, into this reporting uh, phase, and now if you die, and I, like I said, I don't know whether this is carried out uniformly. It is due to COVID mainly. It isn't just because you got it and you had something else, and that gotcha. was a contributing factor. So, uh, for whatever reason, the, the death toll, regardless, is now 114 in Jackson County. And, you know, if you were told 114 people died from the flu last year or died from cholera or, or, or 114 right. people died on the highway. Right. Uh, I mean, a- any one of those would just blow you away. Yeah. And so we're, we're just kind of cold to it. But, I mean, it's important to note that it is still continuing. And anything that you can do, you know, to uh, protect yourself, to protect others, uh, you need to seriously consider Uh the experts say, even though we have breakthrough cases, it mm-hmm. is true. Just because you get a vaccine, you get two vaccines, three vaccines, that doesn't mean that you can't get COVID-19. Right. However, I asked Kevin Aston about that yesterday, the Jackson County Health Commissioner, when <clears throat> I tried to <clears throat> confirm that this was a record number of cases <clears throat> we had just experienced. And he said that he is sure that if you have the vaccine, you're less likely to get the, the virus and if you do get the virus, it most certainly will be less severe. Yeah. So those those two things still seem like a great reason to get the vaccine. Well, and I, I agree with that because you're you know you talk to any healthcare worker, I don't care um, who it is, and was talking with uh, a mother of her daughter is from here, but now works down in the Carolinas at a hospital, and it's the same thing. She said their ward is full of unvaccinated people. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple that are vaccinated, but by far the majority aren't. And, you know, you ask any healthcare worker, and I think that they would tell you that, that the hospitals are full of, of that. So doesn't make a difference. I don't think that you could argue that it, that it does. Right. So, so, but it's still your choice whether you want to get it or not. Right. Like, it, it totally is. not preaching it is, it is that. Not, but right. Right. I know that's a facts a, are facts. A debate that will go on, but the latest stat from the health department, it's been steady pretty much every week, 86%. This is this goes back to only March the 31st of this year, because that's about the time when if you wanted a vaccine, you could probably get it. 86% of the people who have been hospitalized uh, from Jackson County were unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I think the percent, the last I saw for Jackson County was still a little less than 50%. I haven't looked for a while, so maybe it's over that. So if you compare those two numbers, that tells you that the vaccinations do make a difference as far as at least the severity sure. of the illness. So um, that's the latest that we have on the on the on the on the COVID nineteen. As far as uh, the ability to get the vaccine, the Jackson County Health Department uh, does do uh, vaccine appointments. Um, they are they are on an appointment basis mainly Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to noon and 1 p.m. to 3:30 p.m. You call 286-5094. That is the health department number. The extension is 2837. You're probably not going to talk to a live person, but sure. you leave a message. Yeah. And I've done this. You will get a call back with an appointment time for you know in those in the in that Monday through Thursday time in the afternoon and morning when when vaccinations are given. That's right. And um, utilize other local resources, too, if you can't, you know, make it during the health department times. I know, for example, I I wanted to get uh, my booster, which I did last Saturday, so that I would have because, you know, the restaurant isn't open on Sunday. I don't have to be here on Sunday. I knew if that way, if I got to feeling a little bit bad that I would have Sunday to recover. This was your third? So, yeah, this okay. is, well, I my second because I got the Johnson & Johnson oh, first. Okay. But right. um, so I, so utilize your local pharmacies. Many of them are doing the boosters and vaccines as well. So I um, stopped in, made an appointment at, I, um, at our local CVS, and our good friend Don Brown <laughs> was able to, and I got the flu shot at the same time because you can do two at two vaccines at once. So you can make an appointment. I know Walgreens, I think Kroger does, like any of your local pharmacies, you know, if, if you feel more comfortable there or can't get to the health department at the certain times, there's many, many resources out there. And it's very easy. You can just go online, schedule your, your appointment and just show up when 
when it's, you know, and it'll tell you available times. And so it was super duper easy, went right in. Um, and Jamie did too. And so we were in and out and uh, no problem. Didn't get sick at all. I kept waiting. <laughs> it didn't okay. happen. Well, good. Good. Excellent. <laughs> so, Excellent. Yeah. But the health department, uh, Jennifer, also going to uh, go extended hours uh, one day next week. That's Thursday, okay. January 20th for vaccination. See, so there's plenty of places so, and times. So, you know, if you say this, oh, my work schedule's not going to allow me, just don't have time. They're making it easier for you. Right. On Thursday, January 20th at the health department. This is at the health department here in downtown Jackson, 200 East Main Street, 7 a.m. to noon. Uh, on Thursday, January 20th, and then 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. on that day only. Just extended hours to get the vaccine. Um, as far as I know, you still have to make an appointment for that. It's not a walk-in mm -hmm. clinic, or they're not advertising that mm -hmm. as such. So uh, that's at the Jackson County Health Department. In Vinton County, so what's happening up there? They're also having increased cases, although um, their increase was not as steep as Jackson's. Jackson counties. Uh, in its last report issued on Monday, the Vinton County Health Department reported 80 active cases uh, of COVID-19, 13 hospitalizations, but no new deaths. Comparatively, the week before, this is always uh, illustrative of uh, the, the trend, uh, Vinton County had 66 cases, 66 compared to 80 this past week, uh, and eight related hospitalizations. So, uh, the the hospitalizations up, the cases up, but not quite not quite as steeply. The long term statistics in Vinton County also show now sixteen hundred and sixty uh, confirmed COVID nineteen cases. The death toll in Vinton County is at forty six. And uh, Vinton County Health Department once again put out a stat that was very interesting yesterday. Uh, of those 80, 80 new cases. I believe actually they said 82 new cases. The uh, other number was active cases. They're not always the same. But of the 82 new cases in Benton County in the last week, uh, of the 82, 45 involved people under the age of 40. Okay. And the number one bracket. It is getting the, the younger. The number one bracket, once again, for the third straight week in Benton County was the ages 20 to 29. Okay. So, you know, before when it first came, when the Rona first came, you know, it seemed to affect the elderly the most. And you worried about that, uh, the health issues, the age and all like that. This is different this time around. Uh, the average age in Jackson County, according to the infographic, is now 40. And that is over the long period of the pandemic. I'm sure that average age is less than that in the last several months. So also uh, across the state, more men percentage-wise are getting uh, the Rona than women. But in Jackson really? County, the figure is 55% female. Oh. Interesting. Hmm. So anyway, interesting. one other thing on, uh, on testing. The Jackson County Health Department is out of tests. You know, there's Again. a great demand for yes. tests, right? They ran through them. And they were out yesterday. They have ordered more. Uh, once again, Kevin Aston says he doesn't know when he's going to receive them um, because, you know, uh, there is a great demand. There's not enough to go around. And this is a national thing, not just a state or local thing. So no testing uh, supplies right now at the Jackson County Health Department. Where you can get them for sure, and I know it can vary. Our libraries have had them, you know, they but they also run out. Yes. I'm not sure what the status is now. But there is now a state-operated uh, testing site, drive-through testing site at the Adena Regional Health Center. They're just outside Chillicothe. They're on Hospital Road. Okay. Uh, just oh, off. There they are. Right. Just off 23. And the, Call national, in the, national, the Guard. national Guard is at all these spots wow. helping with the manpower because, you know, the, the hospitals are, are overwhelmed right now. Well, with, and let's with, be honest, the workers are sick too. With, yeah, with patient censuses I mean, and, and all like that. So they need the National Guard there. And this is the closest testing site that is available statewide. There's, I think when they get them all open, there's going to be like 13. But the closest one that's open now is in Chillicothe. And you don't have to have an appointment. I was going to say, you just drive drive through you, it. You drive through okay. like you're getting a hamburger, you know, almost. <laughs> all right. It's uh, Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. No appointment is necessary. That's at the Adena Regional Medical Center. Uh, you know, drive on 35 over to Chillicothe, head towards Columbus on 23. You'll see it right there on the right, the campus there. Yeah. You turn on Route 159, and you are there. It's the Pacar 
Medical Education Center, mm-hmm. one of the new buildings that they have there. Okay. All right. Um, we do want to tell you about one other thing. Last night, the Benton County Local Board of Education met. Uh, our own Red Thompson Jr. was there. We appreciate him being there. I know he's going to be reporting on a lot of news. But once again, first meeting of the year, so you have new folks getting sworn into office. The new members getting sworn into office, newly elected, were Scarlett Newton and Laura Laura Martin. Cindy, then that is um, that is Scarlett Newton uh, there, and there is Laura Martin, and then the third member who was sworn in was Cindy Strasball. Now Cindy is. Uh, was reelected, so she's not new. Okay. She's beginning a new four-year term, and Cindy had the honor of being elected president by her peers. Makes Marianne sense. Marianne Hale, who also is the interim superintendent at Wellston but remains on the board at Benton County, she will be the vice president. Okay. So a couple other things coming up this weekend that we want to tell you about. Uh, well, first of all, uh, uh, tonight, uh, this evening, or this afternoon, yeah, this afternoon, 3.30 is afternoon. Isn't it? Yes. Okay. The Jackson Area Chamber of Commerce will welcome a new business to downtown Jackson. It's actually been open for several weeks at least, Priority Mortgage uh, oh, on Main Street okay. next to the spot on Main. They're going to have a ribbon cutting there. Great. And uh, our own Alex Shope will be there to cover that and hopefully have a new business story about what Priority Mortgage is, who they are, what they are, and all the things that they can do for you. We'll be reporting on that. Uh, also, on Saturday, uh, you know, the politics are going to start to stir up a little bit, Jennifer, because this is an election year. They're all election yep. years. But in this one, we're going to be picking United, a United States senator from Ohio. Rob Portman, a Republican who's been in there, yes. is not running for re-election. And I think everybody on the Republican side is running for a seat, and there are some Democrats as well. <laughs> the, the Jackson County Democratic Party has arranged for... One of the leading Democratic candidates, his name is Tim Ryan, yes. to be here on Saturday. And there is Mr. Ryan. Uh, he's got a national profile. He was actually a presidential candidate for a short time in 2020. In 2016, he even he even made an effort to unseat Nancy Pelosi Attaboy. as the Speaker of the House. That wow, took, that's that big, took some, big goals. That took some nerve. <laughs> he, he didn't obviously do that, but... Uh, he is considered, you know, kind of like one of the national leaders of the Democrats. He's been in Congress for about 20 years, and he is going to be here for a meet and greet at the La Rosa's basement uh, meeting room that yep. they have down there. It's open to the public 1 to 3 p.m. on Saturday. Also, don't forget Larry Zorns and Larry Harris will be out there the to Larrys. greet you all at the pre-1890 indoor trade That's fair. That's right. That's it's both be on Saturday and Sunday. Nominal cost to get in. $3 if you're not dressed up, $2 if you look like you're Davy Crockett, you know, get in for $2. And uh, so it, 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 is, it, is, it is living history, it, nothing like it. I mean, it is worth it is worth the trip just if you eyeball it. You know, it is. And, and even if you missed our show the other day, go back on Facebook and click the link when the Larrys were here because they brought, for the first time ever, some show-and-tell items. So they brought some hand-forged knives that mm-hmm. were, weren't they? They were just gorgeous um, that, that people have made and engraved and just some really, really pretty, neat things that they explained what they were. And, you know, like the powder holder, which was like a big horn. Um, so just really neat stuff. And they're, so it's like a vendor fair. So you can go out. There's like leather workers. There's food. There's, you know, gun makers. There's... Um, a wide array, for sure. A huge array of you know, soaps and all different kind of things. Right, so, and, right. And, and, and a portion of the money so goes cool. to support the 4-H camp. Yeah, so uh, all the I gate mean, Larry proceeds. Larry insists on that. That's right, he does. And all the gate proceeds and part of the um, table you know, rentals are going to go to the uh, 4-H camp for our local kids. Right, and this is, even though it's here huge. in Jackson, it's really a regional thing. From covering it, it before, I mean, there are people from other states that Absolutely. travel a long way to be a vendor here. Yep. I so, think there's several people from out of state coming, and that's so exciting. Right. No, it so is. It's, it's really neat. It is a spectacle, and it's fun as it well. It is. But, uh, Something all, for everybody. They normally have the Ladle of Love community dinner yes. on the third Saturday of each month. That's Christina Sexton Inbody who makes that happen out of the Good Shepherd Wesleyan Church here in Jackson. Due to unfortunate and unforeseen circumstances, they're not going to be able to do it oh. this 
went this Saturday as okay. they normally would. Of course, they did have that New Year's Day meal uh, as an extra thing where they uh, uh, gave out 278 meals. So that is what I have today. I'm going to exit stage right because we have a very, very special guest here today. We do. And he is, he is so special that we named a whole room a after whole him. A whole room here at the new building after him. Pretty cool right. stuff. I, I, I'm giving it away, but uh, we do, if, if you want to know about how much we feel, uh, how, how much we uh, respect and love John Pelletier for what he did for local radio and how much we love and respect Lou Davis for what he did for television and radio. Yeah. Uh, we gave them half the front page in Wednesday's paper. So here they are. Yeah. They're right. Oh, there they are. <laughs> right. Oh, there they are. Exactly. But so cool. Right. But anyway, living legends. And one of them is here today. One of John, them is here. John Pelletier is here. And we certainly welcome him. And uh, once again, thank him for all he has done for local radio and for this company. Total media. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Pete. All right. Well, very good. We'll bring John Boy over. We'll, while we'll, we're doing that, we'll, we'll do the we'll weather. We'll bring the major ligger in the, now. Yeah. The big kahuna. Come on over, John Boy. Um, so we are going to go over the weather forecast. And as um, we have been paying attention to what's going on, as that storm is moving across uh, the country, uh, allegedly it was going to go south of us. And as the days go on, the sucker keeps creeping more north and north and north. So here's the deal. We have today, which is Thursday, with a high of 45, a low of 29, no precipitation in the forecast today or tomorrow or Saturday. Tomorrow on Friday, high of 38, low of 19, about the same on Saturday, high of 30, low of 18. Now, Sunday is where we start to get into a little bit of the madness um, where that storm is either going to nail us or go south of us. And we have not decided yet, but as of this morning in the research that I was doing, it's looking as if she's going north, which means she's going to hit us beginning of your work week uh, into Sunday, into Monday and Tuesday. So we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, tomorrow we'll probably have a better hand on it. You're good to go up uh, through the weekend till probably late Sunday and then we'll see what happens. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's what do you look out? What's that? What do you look out? Oh, the weather window. Yes. You look out the weather window <laughs> and you'll know. <laughs> so welcome, John. Well, thank you, thank you. So I'm, fun to have you back. I mean, snow break. I appreciate that. Um, thanks for inviting the old man back. I, of course. Um, the first snow, of course, when you're the sign-on guy at a radio station. <laughs> the first snow, depending on how bad it is. Yes. <clears throat> it, was, it was always an adventure. Uh, yeah. Because at one time the radio station was located on 788. Which is an adventure all on oh, its own, yeah, without an, snow. Really, and so <laughs> you would go to 788 and... Uh, to the sweet trailer. Yeah, at one time, it was a house. Well, you remember? yeah. Yeah, and then that burned down. Until it got burned down. That's a, another story. Yeah, and something then, about the Marillat Road, but you'll have right. to ask Dad about that. Yeah, true. <laughs> but um, it was always an adventure uh, to be the first one out, nobody around, you know, usually around 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. Like, like there's no oxygen in the air that, at, no, at that I, time, I other to, than for the DJs. I used to tell people that I would, uh, so early, I'd see people putting the trees back out for them. <laughs> so, uh, we, but it was, it was an adventure. Oh. I can tell you the time that I arrived at the trailer. Mm-hmm. And the studio was located on the very end, you know, one of the end bedrooms they made into a studio. Mm -hmm. And attached to the other side was a concrete block building that had the transmitters. Yes. And I went in and I hit the light switch and no lights. Nothing. And then, yeah. And then I also noticed that, you know, it was dark and there were no lights and I could see my breath. So there was no heat. That's never a good sign. Not a good sign. Yeah. So I went in the studio, and I turned on the transmitter, and it, luckily it came on. You put on standby first. You have to wait a few minutes. She got to warm up a little. Yeah, it's got to warm up. Then you hit, you know, you go from the filaments to turning that bad boy on, 
And away it went. And I sat down and had a cart machine and hit the Star Spangled Banner, yeah. which we used to do, by the way, then. Yeah, you signed on with <laughs> Sign this. on and sign off yep. with the Star Spangled Banner. Hit that button and went, Bleh. Yep. It wouldn't run. It was too cold. No. Uh, so I quickly put yeah. something on the turntable, and I hit the turntable, and it went, Bleh. So <clears throat> I did what any patriotic radio pronouncer would do. I stood up, turned the microphone switch on, and sang the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Immediately got a lot of calls. Did American Idol call you right away? No, no. I got those other kind of calls. <laughs> oh. You know. <laughs> I about had a heart attack. My clock radio went on. I heard this screechy voice. <laughs> so um, that just one of my snow stories. Yes. The the, the snow at, yes, 3.30, 4 and, in the morning. And I can also no. remember when... Um, we had the great snow of the 70s. Remember the big snow? I forget. What year was that? Uh, you're asking people that weren't born then. Okay, so. I'm sorry. <laughs> we had a super snow, and it took me 45 minutes to go to dig myself from my car to Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, they, gosh. Yeah, to get out. And I'm cruising, trying to get to the radio station, and of course... Nobody's supposed to be on the road. Well, and I'm I'm gonna say you just didn't call in Snow Day back then. No, there was no. You, you, you didn't, you didn't call, call Big Lou and say I don't feel like coming in today. It's too treacherous. There, there wasn't that option. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to have known what would have happened on the other I, end of that line. I love Big Lou, but that was <laughs> that was put in writing a long time ago. <laughs> don't call me. Just go to work. You can be sick at home or <laughs> sick, sick at, at work. work. <laughs> so we... Um, that was before COVID, by the way. So the sheriff pulls me over and he said, you know, he was perturbed that I was out there and sure. it was bad. And I told him, well, I'm... Do you know on, who I work for? Well, yeah. I said, I'm going to the radio station to make announcements to tell people not to go on the road. So he helped me, you know, he followed me to the station. That's good. And then I got everything going. And then I we had a, a Dodge Ram, four-wheel drive, what they call the Ram, Dodge Ram, yes. whatever. And so then I proceeded to um, take that Ram and go pick up people to come to work. Yeah. So that we could get the, wow. get everything running. So, I remember that sweet ride. Uh, first, or maybe there was another one later on. It was a on. red one. And, yeah, it and was we red. And pu we pulled a big boom box with it. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that's a snow story. It's so much fun. Right. Old school radio at its finest. I know. But um, it was an adventure. It's always an adventure. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was an adventure, though. That's right. <laughs> so how you been doing? I'm in, doing in well. Your, in your what we like to call retirement, but it's not really. Not, not yet. Because and now I, you're... And I haven't figured it out. I mean, I'm really not good at it yet. So the only thing that I really have enjoyed is that time where I wake up in the morning and I don't have to start rushing around to do anything. So I've been. I was talking with a friend that, that had, had just retired and, and um, I won't say her name, but she said the same thing. I just like not having to rush around i can sit down and drink coffee in the morning yeah and just then go about my day but i don't have yeah. to do anything and, and i'm not a great coffee drinker but you know hey what else are you going to do so i've you do one cup in the morning <clears throat> so there you go and kind of enjoy it too yeah especially right now when it's cold outside right <laughs> by the way did you know that this is national curmudgeon day and National Skeptic Day. Is that, I, I is mean, that why you invited me in today? <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, no, I did not. So okay. how do we celebrate? By being um, just being surly. Normal. Yeah, and being normal. <laughs> <laughs> just being ourselves. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just have at it. <laughs> just go about your business. Right. You'll, you'll fit right in. <laughs> oh. That's so good. And it's good. also, if I remember this correctly, it's National Peach something day today. Cobbler, peach cobbler or something. Ooh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. So. Mm. We should make that happen. Okay. Where do you just willy-nilly go get a peach cobbler? I don't know if that's possible or not. So 
I don't know either. But it requires ice cream. Yeah, anybody who has peach cobbler out there, yeah, like, let us know. Yeah, I mean, any of, of you just have whipped up one this morning randomly, we'll, yeah. we'll be happy to partake in that. And if you deliver, we will pay cash. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're not kidding. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, no, this is exciting to have you here. And um, because if you look... At the Telegram, which came out yesterday, the new edition, you and Big Lou are on the bottom. On the bottom fold, as they say. Half half a page. And if you all don't know this already, um, here at Total Media, in the new studios, um, the new radio studio has been dedicated to Mr. John Pelletier, well-deserving. Well, thank you very much. appreciate that. Of course. And this TV studio that we're sitting in today has been dedicated to my dad, Big Lou Davis. So, um, Lou Davis Studio. Yeah, yeah, the Lou Davis Studio. So we were thinking that since um, you have your own studio now, <laughs> that we should go um, take a look at it. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, let's go crash it. Can we crash in on Matt? On Matt? Sure. I, I mean, I was thinking it would be fun. What do you think? Well, knowing what I know about disc jockeys, he's probably not doing much anyway. So let's, he's just twiddling his thumbs. Right. So we can we can just do that. Can we do that, James? We can do, that. do you care? Do James care? James says oh. he doesn't care. It, how are we going to do that? Are you going to follow us with your phone or what? Yeah, we're, I'm going to follow you guys. Okay. You know, we're it just so happens that there's these rando microphones oh, here that okay. we can pick up and take with us. Do I need to turn this on? No, it's good. No, it's that fancy. Show how, show how old I am. It's fancy. You don't have to. No switch. Yeah, not okay. at all. All right, are you ready? We're ready. Well, let's okay. go crash Matt. All right. Let's we're going to go and see what happens. Okay, here we go. All right, so we're going to go. No, I, are you ready? I'm ready. I'll let you go first. Oh, oh, in thanks. Case, in case, <laughs> in case, case he, he kicks us out. In his hands. <laughs> so there's the new sign for the Lou Davis yeah, that's Studio. The Lou Davis Studio. Yeah, very good. Okay, so we're headed down Nobody the hallway. Knows. And if you haven't been out here yet, if you stop by, I'm sure somebody would be very happy yeah. to um, give you a tour. So, and I, here we go. I don't hear him talking. The John Pelletier Studio. Look at you. We'll, we'll stand is, next to it so it looks official. That sounds so cool. That is so cool. Isn't that so cool? I'm did you sorry. know about that? I did not. Was it a surprise? It was a surprise. Aww. I came over one day and they showed it to me and it was a big surprise. So good. So I appreciate that so much. Yeah. They um, Normally you, you have to leave the planet in order to do that's that. That's right. See, you've been so, honored while you're still kicking, that, so that's right. a good thing. That's a good thing. I mean, that's like a double honor. <laughs> well, we got Matt in here. Wait, we got to wait till he starts talking to crashes to crashes. Yeah, we're going to wait. Why wouldn't we? I mean, we got to wait, wait till, till he starts open doing microphone some, so we can yes, really give him a hard time. So we can just let him have it. Okay, we seconds. can do that. Oh, he says 40 seconds. So so no, you did this morning show for many, many years before yes. uh, of course our good friend Matt took over as you mm -hmm. um took some other duties here. Uh, I did it from the house on 788 <laughs> and then the trailer on 788. After and, the whole and debacle then at of at one the time we had fire. the John Boy and Lou Davis morning show and he was actually in the studios in Jackson, and I was sitting in 788, and we were talking back and forth using a microwave, a shortwave Marty unit, and we couldn't see each other, but we did a show for years together. See, and I think that that's, I mean, that just um, is a wonderful display of, of the talent that yeah. both of you guys have, or the BS that both of you well, guys have, because it's really hard to not to do a show and not feed off of each right. other, it's, to, it, to be in the same room. But it wasn't hard, because I, I, Lou and I sort of kind of knew where we were going with certain <laughs> things, so... <laughs> Uh, and Lou, if you remember, Lou had this innate ability to start a conversation with me and make sure that it never ended. <laughs> he knew that I had things to do. I had weather to do. I had news to do. And he kept going on and on and on. He knew in the back of his mind that he was putting the pressure on me. I'm just messing with this guy. <laughs> he did. Something fierce. But it was, it was fun. It was lots of fun. Well, hey, I hear Matt on here, so let's go. 
Let's go crash him. Ah, shut up. Listen. The crew from Main Street TV, along with a special guest, the legend himself. John Pelletier. Well, thank so, you. Uh, I guess you guys are crashing my studio. Is that what I was yeah. Well, of course. Listen, so as if... the morning show, is that what we're doing? Well, sure. Why not? <laughs> we're, we're crashing the morning show. As if that you don't ever come and bother us. Well, that... Touche. I'll give you that. I, I would never do anything like that. No. But, uh, of course, uh, we are sitting here in the... In case people did not realize, we're sitting here in the John Pelletier studio. Yes. That's so. that's really strange to hear. You know that. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm sure it is, but... I can only hope that maybe someday I'll have a studio or something named that. My guess is it'll probably be the Matt McKee bathroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't know. So well, congratulations on that. And uh, it's an honor to, to still fill these shoes for you every so often. So, And it's um, it, it was great. Of course, keep in mind that when I started broadcasting, uh-huh. it would have been the John Boy Outhouse, <laughs> but uh, we didn't. We didn't have running water back then. There was we? a hitching post well, too. I'm not sure. I'm I had to walk to work uphill both ways, barefoot <laughs> in the snow. In the snow, <clears throat> which they're saying we're gonna get some snow. Yeah, on Monday, which poor kids are not even gonna miss school. They'll already be out of school. Oh, so that's right. <laughs> it may go Monday into Tuesday I, as well. Like. Uh, some models are saying, what, close to eight inches of snow? Yeah, if that know. sucker uh, continues on, that's what we were just talking about in, in the other studio. If that sucker continues on to go north, we're we're in for it. If not, we're not. Yeah, we're not. So it just depends. Well, I, I will ask this, John. Um, I'll, I'll hijack your show for a couple seconds. You did interview. Please. Before, before sure. This, but, uh, so uh, is your honeydew list getting any smaller? You've been out now for a couple months. I was going to ask you that too, so I'm glad that Matt asked. What has kind of got for you on, on your agenda? Yeah, <laughs> well, let me put it this way. We had to get a bigger tablet for my honeydew <laughs> li- honey list. Um, yeah, and I'm starting to get into that kind of stuff. Yeah. She's calling me now Tim the Tool Man because <laughs> I'm able to fix stuff. Now, keep in mind too that in order for me to do a – fixer-upper, honeydew job. Yes. Um, my main, you know, main destination is always Jerry's Do-It Center. Right, yeah. Well, of course. And Jerry's Do-It Center, they sure. now know when I walk through the door and buy something, they'll always, when I walk and say, go out and say goodbye, yeah, instead of saying goodbye, uh-huh. they say, see you in a little bit. See you in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because I'm always back. That didn't work. <laughs> I was wrong. Give me something else. <laughs> I just did Still doing a little bit of traveling, I understand. So. Yeah, still a little bit of traveling. We, um, of course, went to Vegas thanks to um, Total Media. And you got to see a really cool concert, right? Yeah, and we got to see uh, Lionel Richie. So awesome. In concert. And it was it was really, really good concert. Connie says it was the best one she ever saw. Now, keep in mind, she saw me play music, so that <laughs> tells you where I am on the list. I mean, that's her frame of reference, so. But it was... Um, I enjoyed the concert. I also enjoyed, I think I'm, I got this after your dad, the people watching. Definitely. Uh, yes. Davis is always a people watcher. Yes. I, uh, the concert was supposed to start at 8. It started at 8.30. And I can tell you why it didn't start till 8.30. <laughs> is because it was only half full at 8 o'clock. And I thought, this is a sold-out concert. And then Strange. about quarter after 8.00, some more people started to trickle in, but it didn't fill up. At 8.30, at 8.30, all the Vegas people came in with all of their glitter and all of their tuxedos and all of their... They're fashionably bling, late. Bling, oh yeah. And of course, Lionel knew, you know, there's no use starting until the, the bling shows up. And he had a good time with them in the in the front row because, you know, some of them were, were aqua blue tuxedos and <laughs> <laughs> like dumb and dumber <laughs> yeah so anyway it was and it was fun we had we had a great time got to walk around at some of the casinos which is a lot of walking oh yeah i mean just to go to one side and oh. the other of the of caesar's palace takes a week yeah each <laughs> casino is like a, its own city so uh we had a good time we had a very good time it's a wonderful place we stayed at the um, venetian Okay. And, uh, you know, the good thing about Vegas is you don't even have to be a gambler to uh, appreciate it. We There's did, so much stuff to do. We did the gondola rides, <gasps> you know, where they take you in the gondola. Did they sing for you? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, they did. And, um, 
we had. Luckily, you didn't sing the national anthem again, no, did you? No, no, no. Okay, but good. Luckily, we had someone who could sing. Good. And it was it was really nice. And then later on, we went up to this. You can go through the casino, and they have all these shops, and it's like an adventure. And in the Venetian, you can take those gondola rides inside. Oh wow! It, from through the shops. Ooh. We didn't do that, but it. It's, <laughs> So, but like, anyway. take me to the Louis You're Vuitton store. <laughs> you go <laughs> and, and you, and of course, when we're walking by the shops, you know, the one thing I did notice: you do not walk into a shop where they do not have prices on the merchandise. Correct. Because yeah. they quickly let you know you do not belong there. You know you're in for it. And there were some of those shops that had armed guards at each entrance. Oh. So I didn't go in those. <laughs> they did because when you're walking by there, look at you, riff raff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll never forget. It's like the time years and years ago, I went skiing with uh, Craig Fuller. You know, uh -huh. when, when I was playing with music with him, and we went to this Mount Snow, Vermont, and we went in, and I needed. They suggested I get glove liners. Okay. For my gloves. So I walked into the pro shop uh -huh. with the tall Swede with the blonde hair, the, you know. Yes. Yeah. And and I asked for glove liners. Uh -huh. And he turned around and walked away from me. <gasps> we do not sell that little stuff here. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I felt like that in Vegas at the shops. So then I what I did is whenever I wanted to buy something, I would Take the elevator down, go out the front door, go about a half a block, and go into Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that? Vegas. Vegas. We don't go past that. Vegas. <laughs> Walgreens. <laughs> Walgreens. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear you're enjoying your time, and yeah. glad to hear Connie's keeping you busy. You're obviously welcome here at any point in time. Well, I appreciate that. And so I'm going to play some more music. All right. And uh, use that to go... Take a bathroom break. <laughs> so, so, that's what we, hey, you can go in the bathroom that. That, that's dedicated yeah, to you. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I thought at first it was us that you were trying to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Well, thanks for stopping in again this morning. All right. And congratulations again on the studio. Thank you. Thank you. In your honor. I appreciate the legacy that you okay. have been here for us and still are here on the radio. Business. Okay. No magic marker and faces on my side. All right. I'll do my best. Okay. Here's <laughs> weekend on Mix 96 FM. All right. Thank well, you, great time. Hey, thanks, Matt. Matt, thanks, thanks. All right. See, we we crashed Matt. That That's was right. so much fun. Okay, let's go back. And he didn't throw anything at us. He didn't. I he know. didn't swear at us or anything. Can you believe it? I noticed there are no dirty coffee cups or or food items or anything like that. He's a. It's not a real studio unless you no. have an old dirty coffee cup and like the trash cans heaping oh, yeah, over. Heaping up yeah, with, with trash. Yep. Well, let's go back into the Lou Davis studio. Okay. And here we are. And then we don't have to hold our microphone anymore, right, James? Okay. So it was just so nice of James to just randy rando lay those microphones there, wasn't it? Wireless. It's hard <laughs> for me to get used to. Wireless. <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. No, this has been so much fun, and we're glad you're here. So um, what is – how long ago did you start in radio? My first job in radio was uh, – was it, was it with Dad yeah. or was no, it no, – No, it was before your dad. Okay. Okay, I, I even predate your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even – is that possible? <laughs> Um, but no, uh, he came onto the scene later. Yeah, it was about 1968. Co uh, KOV was started by a family named Kovalin. Co Kovalin. And at that time when I, I was going to school, playing music, you know, in a band to try to pay, play my, pay my way through school. Okay. And um, I needed, my gear was so large, I needed a place to store it. So they asked, said, why don't you try KOV? And at that time, the Nungessers uh, were uh, owned it. They also oh. owned WCHI and Chillicothe, and I think at that time, CHO and Washington Courthouse. Okay. And um, I got permission to store my gear there. I had to pay them, but I had to. 
Was this still out on 788? Yes, it was the house at 788. <laughs> okay. So... One day I went to pick it up, and at that time there was a gentleman by the name of Gary Unger. I think he was from Akron who was trying to buy it. Okay. And so I went in, and I was talking with him, and he was complaining about not finding, be able to find anybody to work, you know. Okay. As any radio pronouncers. So um, I looked at him, and he was sitting. I was sitting here. He was sitting across the desk, and I said, "Well, I know everything there is to know about radio." Did you really? In his eyes, he just perked up, said, really? I said, yeah, you reach up, you take the knob, you turn it this way, off, and this way on. And it kind of made him mad. I was going to say, did he so kick you out? He went to the teletype, and he ripped off a bunch of news. At that time, news was delivered on by a teletype machine. Yeah, Think of a really weird fax machine. Yeah, it was, and it was a one long piece of paper. And you would, well, he ripped off the newscast. He said, okay, come here, smart. You know what I'm okay. Yeah. Took me into the studio and sat down. And of course, I was game for this. And because you thought you knew everything. Sure. No, I didn't. But <laughs> I, I was game for it. I thought this would be cool. And he handed me the, this thing and all the news. And he reached over this, you know, the console and turned the microphone switch on and hit the button to the cart machine. It said WKOV award-winning news, and he pointed to me, and I read it. Okay. And then when I finished, he reached over and turned my microphone switch on and hit something, and when it, I don't know. I do remember the phone ringing, so he said, "Get that." He was doing something. I picked it up. And I said, "Hello," and he said, "A voice on the other end says, where'd you get your awards?' Sears and Roebuck. Boom, <laughs> hung up on me." <laughs> That's how my career started. <laughs> it started off slow, and then it's now just tapered off altogether. <laughs> um, but that wasn't as bad as the national anthem, though. Uh, uh, no, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Then we had. Uh, um, yeah, John. Is that what your teletype machine looked like? Yep. Well, yeah. It was um, pretty much like that. Sure. And we would do. Th <laughs> James is like, I just had to look it up to see what it looked like. <laughs> and your dad would remember this is one of the things we um, would have to do is when we did the weather, we had to go find the weather, scroll through all that long paper and then rip off the weather forecast. And then you'd scroll through for the Ohio news and then you'd scroll through norm normally for national headlines. Sure. We didn't get into a lot of, you know, detail of national news, but a lot of. National headlines, Ohio news, and then, of course, when you could get it, some local news. Yeah. And um, so every once in a while, you're there getting into your radio show, and you look at the clock and say, oh, crap. You know, I forgot about the news. So you had to – you run in, and you just <laughs> rip it off, and you just pull the whole thing all the way back to the studio because it was in another room. And you had this long yes. strand of paper, and you're going through it like this – you know, of course, trying people, to figure out what to read. People can't see you, but you you know, but you're trying to read it <laughs> this way. And so you go ahead and you do the news that way. Well, I remember one time a guy by the name of Dave Genoviak, who he called himself Dave KJ when he worked at KOV. Okay. And uh, he did that. And I was just got off work and I was getting ready to go home and I walked out and I heard this. The, you know, the feet, the, he forgot the news. <laughs> you know, so I waited. And then what I did is I crawled into my hands and my knees into the studio and got a lighter. And <laughs> no, you did not. I did. And lit the news and then crawled back out of the studio and got back in my car, hoping I would hear <laughs> what he said. <laughs> anyway, stories like that. I mean, stories that if your dad knew, what some of the oh. things that happened, I would be in. So I, I won't tell them all. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Thanksgiving dinner after a certain number, after the statute of limitations is yeah. passed. It's okay to tell now. It's okay. Okay. Hey, mom and dad, yeah. do you remember when I told you I was doing this, but I really wasn't? <laughs> they can't ground you anymore. I know. He can't fire you anymore. <laughs> I, I, I remember when... We were at 788 at the house, and your dad had purchased the station, and 
he was trying to establish a studio in Jackson. Yes. And but we everything was running out of that, even our billing. And the person who was doing all of that was Mary Lynn. Mary Lynn. Vitito. Yes. And Mary Lynn, of course, um, there was myself, and I think at that that time Jerry Simpson. I think. Okay. And we were a two man band, and I would work at morning shift. He'd come in, and he'd work at, and then I'd come back, and I'd work another shift, and then somebody would get draw this, you know, the <laughs> short straw, and have to come back in again. But um, she felt sorry for us, so she started making us breakfast. I can see Mary Lynn doing that. And she made us breakfast, and and we loved it until your dad found out that we were cooking. <laughs> in, his, that, in his radio station. And that came to an end. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, and, of course, flames and paper and stuff like that don't go well no, together. No, no, I don't, no. really don't blame him, but we thought it was great at the time. Because <laughs> there was only a hot plate and things like that to cook on. Right. And Mary Lynn would have cooked up some good stuff. Oh, and she did. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we, little things. And one of the things your dad, I tell this story, and I don't know if your dad heard it, but if he did, I probably would have got fired. We, <laughs> we had, um, at 788 in the, in the, that little house thing. Yes. Uh, you, the KOV studio, which there was just KOV AM then. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm not sure that he put, FM and had started that yet, but we, I'm, I think we're just AM. And so I'm working in the morning shift and I get the inevitable call from the next guy. There was no automation. So I'm, you know, there. So pretty soon uh, <laughs> I get a, a, a care package, from, you know, a sandwich, a sub sandwich. And I'm, so, you know, I get something to eat and I'm going on and on and on. And pretty soon the sub's cold and I opened it up and it looked not good, not good. So I thought I need to heat this up. Well, we had already been stripped of all heat making devices. <laughs> you were no longer allowed no to longer cook. You've been plates, grounded. No, nothing like that. So I thought, you know, what am I going to do? And then suddenly I realized the big transmitter over here. <laughs> So I thought I'll just—it's warm. I'll put it inside the transmitter. So oh I grabbed hold of that sub and walked around the back, and I opened the door. And I don't know if you know that or not. You're not supposed to do that. Bang! There's this huge bang. The whole place shook. And I threw the sub in and shut it, and then I turned it—you know—hit the, turn it back on. And I thought to myself, now keep in mind. Hanging right there is we used to have to do readings. And if anything happened, we had to write in. Document it, yes. Document what happened. So I wrote in power outage. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, I'm safe. <clears throat> and then I thought, I got to get it back out. <laughs> so wait about 15 minutes. <clears throat> Bang. <laughs> Another power outage, Lou. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. I know. Hey, out on 788, that wouldn't have been an abnormal uh -huh. deal. So we were a, safe. We had a guy that worked <coughs> and he worked some weekends. I won't name I don't want to embarrass him and give his name, but he uh, he would record his show. Uh-huh. As he was doing it. Okay. <clears throat> and then he would put the and then it was it was real real then. <clears throat> he would put the reel on and then he would start his show. And he would drive, get in his car <clears throat> on 788 and drive so he could listen to himself. Well, I found out about it. So I parked my car <laughs> just out of sight on 788. And I, you know, I, I saw him get in his car and I saw him drive. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with 788, but if you're going to Jackson, oh, yes. you leave the studio, you go over the there's uh, this the big dip, the railroad, the railroad track. tracks, and yes. then you go over the hill and yes. out of sight. Yes. So I waited until they went <laughs> through the tracks, over the hill, and out of sight. And I drove up real quick, kept my car running, went in, opened the door, went inside, and turned off the tape machine. Got back in my car and drove away, and went back to my hiding spot. And pretty soon, he came over the hill. <laughs> Here he comes. His wheels didn't even touch. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> flying over the hill. <clears throat> so anyway, those are some of the old stories. Did you tell on yourself? 
Eventually, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't happy. Oh, well. But, Can't take a joke. Yeah. No, there's a, there are a lot of um, fun stories and memories. And, you know, as technology has, obviously, we didn't have the things then that, that, no. <clears throat> then that you do now. But um, it, the, the stories just get, are funny as they are um, with the era in which you, you were. Right. But so tell me, dad has told me stories about bathtub races. Mm-hmm. What was that? Um, the Hamden Volunteer Fire Department, they had two, they had fundraisers and one of them. I guess this was a hoot. Yeah, this was in <laughs> conjunction with uh, uh, Don Souders. Echo yes. Souders Hardware, he sold boats. Yes, he did, beside the hardware store. Right. Yeah. And they came up with this idea is they would take a bathtub and they would put a tractor inner tube around it, blow it up so that it would and so that it float, and then they would put a little um, 10 horsepower or whatever motor on it. Uh-huh. And they would rig about four of those bathtubs, and we went to Lake Rupert. Yes. And they had this track this place and we would get in those and race and it was the kov team against (laughs) the hamden volunteer fire department now keep in mind that it wasn't really fair because every time that i would get ahead okay and i'd be coming around and i was i knew i was going to win they had their pumper truck parked there what they would do is they open the hose on me and fill my bathtub and sink me at lake rupert (laughs) So, um, and we also did uh, uh, donkey basketball with them. Where you had, no, no. I'm serious. You had donkeys, and they had little pads on their feet, and they did this at the Hamden, the old Hamden school. So, like, you're riding a yeah, donkey? And you're riding a donkey and trying to play basketball. Oh, no. And they, I never forget. That as a fundraiser when I was in high school. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, I and I would finally get your donkey to go down the right way i mean it's this is not easy yeah like hurting donkeys yeah, is not and you easy get ready to put the shot in for the for the points to go ahead and one of those how they control the donkeys unfortunately they have this little electric stick rod and so oh, i'm God. like this getting ready to, and one of the hamden guys <laughs> my donkey my donkey bucks and i and now, and you fall off of a donkey onto a gymnasium floor, <laughs> and everyone thought this was a great idea. Yeah, and <laughs> everyone's laughing, and you're laying there in pain. I mean, but it was—we did it. We took one for the team on that one. I'd say so. <laughs> we had a great relationship with you know all the communities: Oak Hill, Hamden, Colton, you know, Wilson, Jackson. Uh, your dad was. We were always. And this is one of the things that he was adamant about, and it was it was good. We were everywhere. Yeah. When we broadcast the fair, we were there every day, all day. Oh, all hey, day. listen, we I, I was right. part of that. But that was a good thing. I mean, we became, you know, and that was his aim, was part of the community. And one of the things I've got to say, because I know we're running out of time, is that, you know, I know my name is on that studio, but your dad's name should be there because your dad was the one who took radio out of the, the, the Neanderthal the, ages, the ice ages yeah. really, and really uh, stepped up and uh, made radio not uh, what it should be. I mean, and he's instilled in me that this is, you know, we're not here for a job. We're here. This is a mission. This is, this is a, what we want to do, this is the way we want to it do it. It was a passion and it yeah. was a love and it was the right thing to do. I mean, we yeah. would be, uh, we needed a mobile unit. Well, you know, we got together and <laughs> built one. Uh, we needed, I remember he, we got on the, <clears throat> in his car one day and he said, I want to show you something. We drove almost to, to past Circleville at, and where we got our great big, um, the mobile unit that was the, RV unit, that huge RV unit we used to have Uh that he put together. And um, that was amazing. And we had the boom box, which which was amazing. And I mean, those were the things you had to do then. But now you can can take a banner and a cell phone and 
you're out there, but we, everything was, Correct. you know, was, was not quite that easy, but um, yeah, his, really his name should be there. Nah. Yeah, really. I think it's, it's, uh, I think that, that you're very deserving. Well, so. thank you. But, yeah. but he's, he was the, he was the driving force of, of all of this, honestly. Then, and it probably hadn't have been for, and I know it hadn't have been for Lou Davis, um, uh, radio in this area would not be what it is today. I mean, it is what what has happened, and with your dad starting it with the Stockmeister family uh, continuing the tradition. Sure. Uh, this is, I mean, I challenge you to, to drive anywhere and see anything like this. It's special, and uh-uh. and I hope it's, that people understand that right. um, and appreciate it because it is. And uh, yeah, I. <clears throat> I can remember you were talking about the fair, and I've told this story numerous times, but that's how I got broken in. Right. I remember Dad called one day, and he said, hey, I don't have anybody to go to the fair. I think I was it was like summer between high school and college or something. And I said, well, okay. He said, I need you to go up to the fair, which I was very comfortable with the fair because I had spent sure. all my childhood there. Right. So it didn't bother me to go to the fair. And he said... There you go. Go to the fair. <laughs> and I said, and do what? And he said, interview kids, do whatever. You've got 60 seconds every, you know, right. on the 10, 20, 40, and, you know, whatever. And I was like, I, but I don't know what to say. He said, I can't tell you what to say. Just figure it out. You flip this switch, this switch, and this switch when you get there. And I was like, and it was horrible. And it was horrible for like two years of that. <laughs> it was, but it got better. It was better than you thought. I mean, it, if it was horrible, he would have taken the microphone away. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's how that's how I learned. It's because you can't teach someone that yeah. stuff. You just have to empower them. True. I I remember, and I still had it in my desk when I retired. I had this bank bag with a zipper on it, and yeah. in this bank bag was about six hundred and eighty different kind of adapters and things that. You needed if something broke that you would have to fix it on the fly. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> so, you better have batteries and yeah, all of that. Yeah. So anyway, it's oh. but um it's come a long way, baby. It really has. And uh, it this has. it's and to be very honest with you, you know, it it's, it was Lou Davis who started it all. So Well, but you I think you two were a very good team. We were. We worked well together, we had fun together that's the you know at the end of the day i can only remember one time that he was angry at me but um we always worked well together yeah and for you to say that is something yeah (laughs) i mean i deserved it but hey (laughs) he would probably been angry at me more if he had found out all that happened (laughs) (laughs) all the ornery things that you did hey listen (laughs) You got nothing on JJ, so oh, okay. it's okay. That's true. I've heard some of the ornery things I, I, I about know. that too. So, okay. but no, and, and that's the whole point is it was just a lot of fun, right? And uh, but I want to thank you too, John, because you don't know this, but you know, I think after college, I remember Dad called me, and I didn't have a you know, you graduate from college, and you just assume that you're just going to be blessed with this job, you know, because I've earned my. Really? keep and I should be blessed with a job. And right. So I'm, you know, up in Columbus struggling around working at the New Albany Country Club as a beer girl or something. And he called, he said, Hey, I need somebody down here. And I said, oh, okay, well, it's a job. Cool. Whatever. And I can remember I had to do the weather and I had to do the news and I had to do some of these other things. And I remember about the first week you were like, <laughs> sit down. And I was like, Okay, and you're like, you are horrible. Your enunciation is horrible. You um, need to finish your sentences, and just because you live in Jackson doesn't mean you need to talk like it. And I was like, okay. And like, for example, I would say today is gonna be hot instead of today is going to be hot. Right. And you'd say, and I didn't know. You know, you don't know. So things like that, and. I know my brother would say the same thing, and and um, so thank you okay. for that because you know you can live your entire life not knowing what you're doing, and that's one of the reasons why I wore 
cans or headphones, and it did affect my hearing in an old age. Of course, not playing rock and roll music didn't help. Uh, all but, of the above. And, and that was because you wanted to make sure that you, and people don't understand this, that when you speak, you dot your eyes and you cross your T's. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and the most important part of your speech, people don't know this, is the silence. That's heavy. It is heavy, but it's true. So anyway, and I learned that the hard way. So and it was and it was good to pass it along. Yeah, because when you hear um, the current generation talk, um, one of the big things that they do is that they always end their sentence like this, like it just tapers off. Everything is this, and another one who. Kicked my drawers uh, for how I spoke was Dean Lewis. Remember him? No. Dean Lewis was a really, really good announcer. And he retired and moved back to this area. And I think he had a Chrysler Plymouth dealership for a while. <clears throat> and uh, he had a super voice. I mean, I mean, a super voice, a real radio voice. And he's the one that would... Call me up and say, John. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Okay, what did I do? <clears throat> but it, it's it's a craft. It's it, well, it's the same as anything else. Yeah, yeah you have to and practice still, and work at it. And I was learning even all the way up to the last day. So it's it's something you and and like I say and I've said before, and people probably are tired of hearing this that I am so blessed because I was able to do something for so long that I really, really enjoyed doing. Yep. And, and that I really did. So. Well, there you go. Well, thank you. Okay. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, and I probably stayed too long, but I really enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No. And we appreciate you taking time out of your day, out of your retirement yeah. to come oh, and, and hang with us today. Day. So fun. See, the longer he stays here, the less Connie can make him do. <laughs> Actually, she's with her Aunt Joe today, so. Um, You're safe. I'm safe for a while. <laughs> well, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll get out of here for the day. Thank you to John well, Boy for you. stopping by. Come back and see us anytime. And we're going to try to get Big Lou in here at some point. Okay, so. I hope so. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so we'll see what we can do about that. Okay. Um, so have a great day. Um, pay attention to the weather. You don't have to until beginning of end of the week or beginning of next week, but a little bit of craziness coming into the forecast. So have a wonderful day and we'll see you back here tomorrow with okay. another special guest. I want to end on this. This isn't from Hamden, but uh, I think it'll give a good illustration of John's <laughs> bathtub races. <laughs> Yep, that would be it. That would be it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Thank you, James. All right. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.